What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 524th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm back. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. I'm back, but I didn't leave. But I will leave soon, because I'm not going to be here next week, and you're going to have to survive without my wit and charm. Uh, my I'm clever sk- insights. I'll skip that episode. <laughs> will also here. I realized this morning as I was driving around Lake Nokomis that I stan Olivia Newton-John. Oh, yeah. You come for her, you come for me. Yeah. I w- okay. I w- first, Olivia Newton-John's first album was very country, which is how I first knew Olivia Newton-John. Yet she is Australian. Correct, which is just wild. So I was a big fan of Please, Mr. Please. And then when Physical hit, it was like a seismic event. In her career. True. True. I love physical. I still love the fact that my husband, bless his little soul, got into arguments at school that physical was only about exercising and nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> what, what an innocent young man. <laughs> what an innocent child he was. Uh, we got some news this week. Uh, I played a lot of Unite as well. I thought that that's really that different. It's like the same game. They just add new characters that do like slightly different stuff. Uh, I'm going to argue with you there. Emblems <laughs> have changed the game immensely. I, emblems, think they're, I think they're bad. Emblems have made Cramorant a nightmare to deal with. I think the emblems are bad. Well, I guess let's start with news. Uh, Unite has added emblems. We talked about this last week. I think the the easiest way I can sum that up to somebody who maybe doesn't play Unite. Okay, here's the thing. One, uh, emblems brings no new players to Unite. I don't think anyone's like, man, I want this to be more complicated. I stopped playing because it was too simple. Please, please throw some garbage in here. Like, I don't think it's bringing anyone back. I think it does further the gap between people who just want to play for fun and then the serious people. I think that that gap widens. The easiest way I can explain it is they're just, it's the same as nature's. Uh, An attack is getting, or a a stat is getting increased and another stat is getting decreased. It's another thing to collect and then to like customize and yeah. I I would I would always usually be in the in the fence on the side of the fence of <laughs> uh, I could be on a fence that's true that, that was You're a, on a scrambled fence. egg yes. of a metaphor yeah. You're uh, on a fence I guess I would always be on white. the side of the fence that would be like more customization stuff is better but I still don't really see the huge I don't see the draw here besides like we're min maxing. Uh, our characters and everyone's gonna run pretty similar like even in the sense of before you even get to the emblems there's usually of the the tree there's an opposite there's a meta there's a meta play and sometimes that changes like for a long time for cramorant it was whirlpool surf or it's not sorry a hurricane surf and now it's dive air slash and maybe there's one person out there running hurricane dive i doubt that but maybe somebody out there's doing that <laughs> but like i i don't know the emblems don't really they're, they're not scratching any itches for me but Greg, uh, they're, it scratching, seems, they're seems, scratching an itch for me here's the thing there's the meta build and emblems are still new and what i like about emblems is emblems actually give 
players a chance to create the play that they want and emblems you can't spend money on them you just have to play the game to get them Mm -hmm. so what i like about it is that you can like right now emblems are real rough and i'm not going to say that they're not real rough like there's little reason not to run black for move reduction unless you don't have any black and and they're hard 40 times yeah they're hard to get but what i do think in the future what it will do is allow people who like two people who play Eldegoss, like right now I am not running HP up Eldegoss. I am running uh, special attack Eldegoss so that when people come to me, I'm actually able to kill them rather quickly and they're surprised by that. I think it gives for people who are really looking at the more competitive side of the game a way to differentiate a bunch of characters that already feel very samey, samey. So it adds a level of unknown that they can expand on like it is not a perfect system by any means right now like there's very little reason not to either run hp up or move reduction like the other ones are just so bad in comparison that there's no reason but i do think as we get through this initial stage and they sort of see the power of it that it will be a great way to have a bunch of pokemon even though they're different that play very similarly to feel very different when you are playing the meta of the game. And it doesn't, emblems don't stop casual either, right? Like you can completely ignore it and play standard and be fine. You can completely ignore it and get up through a lot of ranked. It's just that the upper levels of rank, you're going to run into a problem. And it's a problem that can't be solved by money. Uh, Couldn't you, no, you can't buy like the, Whatever it's called, you could. I guess you could buy the accelerators. You could, you could buy the accelerators, but then it's still random what you get. You can't pick. You're still going to get a random selection of things, so you can accelerate that process. Yeah, I mean, I ran no emblems at all for ten, twelve hours of the game, and I was like, everything still feels fine. And then I yeah. was like, I'm going to take the the emblems I have because I keep getting oddish over and over. Uh. And then build something, and I was like, this feels zero, like, I don't feel any difference. And maybe it's because, like, I don't have a big enough variety, or I don't have golds or silvers, or... I mean, the biggest problem is that you don't have enough black. <laughs> like, I, I have, does. like, two black. I don't... I, yeah. I, it's, I like, muck I got up to four, and I do notice it a little bit, but you can tell people who have... who somehow have managed to get all seven, it is just wild what they can do. And I do think it needs to be tweaked, right? Like, they do need to figure out how to make the other aspects better. And I don't know yet what that looks like, but I do like the fact that it allows a way to customize more to your playstyle than the items ever did. I would rather them not have an emblem system and just, like, fix the other things in their game. Like, there are characters that are are still bad. There are move sets on character like the character might be good but then it's like this this path that you had like this tree that's splitting off this this branch is completely broken no one's ever going to use it um everyone's gonna go this side i mean they just did a big they just did a big rework of a bunch of them with this patch so a bunch of things got changed uh and i think i think this gives them more dials to what that like if people yeah. jam a bunch of emblems in it then the yeah. character is suddenly better 
Well, I mean, I think that gives them more things to dial to make characters unique and for different things. I think it's less about balance at this point and finding, because a lot of the characters feel samey-samey, finding ways to make them stand out in different ways. And I think emblems allow them to do that. I will say, like, the emblems didn't ruin my enjoyment of the game. I'm just like, they're here and they're, I like, I don't have enough to do anything optimal. Right. And I played 12 hours in the last three days and I don't, still don't have enough, right? Like, I can't play any Are faster. they going to keep you at a master rank? <laughs> um, I, I don't think so. No. Okay. I think the thing I, that I keeps mean, you at a master rank are just the people that just decide the AFK after two minutes of the match. Yep. That's yep. like what's keeping me out of like there was it was weird too, Greg, because I was playing between like the sweet spot of two AM and four AM and I was like, Holy cow, everyone I'm playing yeah. with is great. Everyone yeah, is just, doing it's, it's exactly such a what good they time. Need, did to do. And all of a sudden like five AM came around and it was nothing but AFKers. Nightmare. Like Nightmare every fuel. single match people and I was like, What time slot who is awake right what am I playing it's with German? Dinner people? time in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed the change in the reporting system? I reported three people for AFK. One like went through right away and said negative ten, and then the other two went like for review. And they were they they did short AFK. They would AFK for like a full minute and then start moving and then like AFK again because they they were definitely done with the match. But they were yeah, but they would have like, you got have you gotten the follow up emails yet? Uh uh-uh. uh So I've reported a bunch of people for idling. Uh, and some said confirming, some went through and said correct. And then, like two days later, I got an email saying thank you for reporting them. We verified that they were idling. We have raised your battle points by X amount to compensate for your poor experience. Interesting. And that seems to be the new norm. Like if you find somebody who's idling, you report it. They a reward you for that and adjust that match for you, saying yeah, you were you are limited, so we are going to fix your battle points. Uh, for that change. And this happened to be three times now for the reports that I've done, which to me is like, yeah, I still want to report them because I also I also block them because I'm never going to play with you again. Um, but it's nice to get sort of a confirmation saying it was an unfair thing that happened to you. We've adjusted where you're at accordingly. Thank you for playing and trying to make our game better. And I appreciate that. Also, what's up with Boss Rush? They, like, promoted Boss Rush, and, like, it was, like, what, 48 hours? And I, like, log in. They're like, Boss Rush is over. Like, uh, It's coming on a rotation. So it's on the it's on the same rotation as the Ketchum one, where you go through and uh, catch the legendaries, and then you can become them for a while. Mm. So it swapped out. So Boss Rush was, like, five days, and uh, Ketchum was, like, five days, and then I forget what the next one is, and then it'll come back. So it's part of the rotation to just keep those things going through as quick battles to let people play those. But um, I thought Bosch Bosch Rush was the only thing that that affected your squad level, and it's not. So if you're part of a squad and you do anything in the game, you get squad points that gives your squad rewards, which is really cool. What's a squad? So a squad is a clan. in-game clan or in-game free start? company. A long time ago, actually. It's just yeah, no one it's used it. A, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> well, now there's a Slack one that I'm a part of, so I get them extra points for being MVP of support, which you always know you had a bad game if the MPV was, was MVP the support, support character. Person, yeah. <laughs> yep. I bought the, the Unite membership. I cannot believe you did that. I 
It is so not good. It's 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 bad. It's bad, and I've said it's bad. It's, the only thing is, if you play every day, you can get the gems for it, but everything else is bad. I mean, this is why Steve gets Twitch and Patreon money, so that he can pay for bad decisions. Correct. Okay, so uh, f- <laughs> full disclosure, uh, the Pokemon company reached out to me. It was actually Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo reached out to me, and they said, we want to give you a $20 gift card for Unite, and we want to give you um, a-, a gift card for Pokemon Center. And the the concept was like because you customize your character so much in Unite, this is not true. I've bought one twenty dollar outfit day one of the game, and I've worn that since because it was twenty dollars. But I give it to me. I customize all the time. I'm in the fancy boy outfit right now. I'm looking so good. I I ordered my Pokemon Center stuff, and then I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll use my twenty dollar Unite gift card, and I will buy the what is it nine ninety nine? I think ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars. Uh, ten dollar battle pass, and you you do okay. So right now it shows like a Venusaur skin. It's like Venusaur in a sailor outfit. You do get that permanently forever. Although I wonder, like, what if you don't have Venusaur kind of thing? Like, uh, you still get them. I I have skins for a lot of things that I don't. Yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you don't have Venusaur, that that part of the the, the membership's useless oh, right. to you, yeah. right? Yeah, you get. So I'll, I'll go through what it is. So it's $10 a month. You get two Hollowware license trials a week. They don't tell you. They kind of, ins- I guess they kind of like, ins- they show like a picture of like, right now it's like Score Bunny and I think Sylveon maybe. Yeah, which is wild because they're giving Sylve- Sylveon away for free. <laughs> yeah, it's, so you don't get a pick. Right. You, you, you get two trials a week. You do not get to pick what they are. You get a special Hollowware. That was the Venusaur. You don't get to pick that, but you get to see what it is. You get the new chat bubbles, which I guess is like the only and way a, you... In a chat that nobody uses. Right. Well, I mean, when you're picking a lane, if if it shows that you're the premium person, right? Like, because it'll say Boo! like, oh, I'm picking top lane. You get 40 gems free every day. And so when we originally talked about this, we said that you have to log in like, 20 of the 30 days in order for that to like pay for itself or something like yeah i I could have the days wrong but if you if you logged in every day you would get more gems than just buying ten dollars worth of gems and it is set up where you have to log in to get it it's not if you like miss three days you get to collect three forties it's you have to log in every day Mm -mm. and then the last thing um is you you also get 10 percent off trainer fashion not to be confused with pokemon fashion you don't get any savings off pokemon fashion you get 10 percent off trainers fashion and since i've bought this pass there has been no new trainer fashion to even buy honestly Mm -hmm. when i logged in and it said you haven't logged in in like 42 days i was like let's see what they added to the store Literally nothing. What? Okay, so what am I? <laughs> yeah. Now buy more socks. Get all the socks. Not 10% even off all socks. socks. Do you already have all the socks? No. So you can only save the 10% off the trainer fashion within the seven days new things are added to the store. So since nothing has been added, there is nothing to even buy to save on. 
Now, there are new Pokemon skins that have been added. There's a really great Azu, uh, Azumarill mm-hmm. punk rock skin. It's fantastic. Oh, it's so good. But it's only off trainer fashion, yeah. not Pokemon fashion. And trainer fashion is only visible on the screen for a hot second. And and because the loading screen is still so bad, you can't even click on portraits in time to see other people's cards. But, I mean, you can see your friend's cards. Yeah, you can see your friend's. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad... Like, uh, this is what I... <laughs> I don't understand why... The like rented. Oh, you also it didn't say in the 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 list I was like. You also get two um, fashion rentals a week for your trainer, um, but you don't get to pick that either. It's it's like these are the rented fashions that you're you're going to be able to get. I I, th- I think to make this battle pass a little bit better. And what I don't understand is if if you're getting like a rental a week. I don't need two random you choose rentals a week. Just give me one. I can rent anything for the week. And then once that week's over, let me rent something else. Because like I wanted to try Azumarill. And I am the type of toxic player that I want to play a new character in ranked right away without ever testing it. Right. Like practices for suckers. Let me let me just grab I mean, my that's character. That's not toxic. That's just somebody who's playing to have fun. <laughs> I, Which is toxic. I only want to play ranked. I don't want to play casual. I don't want to play practice. Just get me in. I know I'm not the problem. <laughs> but like when I, you can I could rent Score Bunny. I could rent Gengar. I could rent Zarina. I don't want to rent any of those characters. I I have zero interest in playing Gengar. Like I want. I had no way to rent Azumarill. And it's like as a member now, as a premium, as a ten dollar a month membership mem- uh, buyer, I my choices are Gengar's Arena and Cinderace. I don't. This is useless to me. I, I, you would think that as a membership person or as somebody who's willing to give you money, that you would be like, hey, try out this character. You're the type of sucker that would also then buy the character after you go like, oh, I like it. Especially in a situation where you're like, you added a cool outfit, and the outfit convinced me to play the character, and now I have no way to play the character without just buying it. But I could rent Gengar, but I don't want to rent Gengar. Don't, don't the, the membership's not worth it. This is what we said before. This, I, the, the stance of this program has not changed. You just decided to be a fool. You didn't even listen to our own advice. The person in this group that plays the most Unite told you not to do it. You're like, I'm going to do it. You know, sometimes it's not like like the the money came out of his own pocket. I mean, it's true. true. So Nintendo did no big loss. This is pure science for the sake of science. Yeah, you know, sometimes when you buy something, you're like, oh, I didn't know. I, you know, when you go to like McDonald's and you're like, let me get a, (laughs) let me get a number five, and they're like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know this came with the number five. <laughs> oh, this one comes with two slices of cheese. Well, that's surprise and delight, Greg. Yeah, kind of, kind of like me at your birthday lunch where I ordered a salad and she said, "Do you want fries with that?" And yeah, I was that like, was, "Do you that realize the, I just ordered a salad?" <laughs> that was the wildest <laughs> part of that conversation. I mean, I appreciate that you want to give me fries with my salad. I guess. <laughs> I was hoping that the Unite membership had some surprise and delight. There was no surprises. There was no delight. 
I feel like I'm talking to air sometimes. Unite is good, though. It's fine. That is great. Like, I'm having a good time. Climbing the ladder is as frustrating as it always is. But I feel like they've taken a lot of steps to help mitigate my frustrations <laughs> with a few things. Um, and also, Jetsy and I rule bottom lane. So if you ever want to play with it, just let Jetsy and I be in bottom lane together. I don't care what the rest of you do. I but don't think climbing rock the ladder the is frustrating in a sense of playing. I think it's, no. I think it's, it's just so... They're, they ask for so much. And they... Like, they want you to win four to move from, like, well, they, they flipped it. It used to be, like, five they is the highest. They flipped it, which now, is just, which is just why everybody's panicking. They're like, how did I jump to ultra five and I'm falling to ultra one? I'm like, no, they flipped it. Yeah. So, like, if you wanted to go from, like, veteran four to veteran three, because the lower numbers, it's golf now, you, you have to win four without losing one. And when you lose, there's there's like that that protection. But when you lose, it's like minus a hundred and fifty or whatever, like this huge number. And then you're on like a win streak of like five, and it's like here's a bonus ten points for being on a win streak of five. And yeah. you're like, I won five in a row. Yeah, Your I bonus is ten. Like it's just the grind the on the ladder just feels so punishing for what you're doing. Like I again, I ended up playing. On my birthday, I ended up playing like six hours in a row, and I won almost every match besides like the three that had AFKers. Yep. And I just felt like I made no progress. I was like, I played for yeah. six hours, and I, I climbed from veteran five to veteran one, and I was like, that's that's all I've accomplished? Like, <laughs> It's just like Mount Everest. I mean, veteran Harder five to get to, to the top than to fall to the bottom. A, is a huge jump. It's a lot of matches. It's a lot it of time. Lot it was like six hours. It is a lot of time. And, I re- I, and, yeah. I, and like I said, I really only lost like three I'm, three matches. And they weren't even because it was it was just four versus five matches right, we lost. which is frustrating. Yeah. I'm very close to getting the Cremorant anniversary skin, however. Oh, that's a grind too. Jeez. They want you to it do a lot a for that. Yeah, it's 3,900 cake frostings. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I look, even after the last... 20 minutes we've been talking about Unite. I do think it's a genuinely fun game. I think it's great. I think that the... I, I want to see them do more stuff that brings people back. And when I look at yeah. the emblem stuff, I'm just like, this isn't bringing anyone back. This is just catering to, like, your very... Maybe maybe they're very small and very... Maybe the small amount of extremely competitive people who play this game every day appreciate it, but... I would like to I, see more players I think bridge that gap into wanting to play more often. Everything else they did with the first anniversary is the thing they did to bring players back. Yeah. This was the thing they just gave to their competitive community. <laughs> they were not they were not forward leading very hard with the emblems outside of hey, you can collect them. Here's something fun to collect instead of getting the same outfit fifteen times for energy reward. I mean, if they added more outfits, I could use my membership more. I could, I, I know. could, I could save that ten percent. They need more outfits. I could, I, I could, I could save that ten percent. How? Here's the other thing I don't understand. How is the menu? Okay, the menus are bad, but how are they so laggy? I, 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 don't, played, I don't know why their menus are so laggy. I've played so many games in the last thirty some years, and usually the menus are the 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 fast thing. Uh. Switch hardware is six years, seven years There's old now. There's no way it's dependent just on the Switch. Like, 
Uh, I believe it could be. <laughs> the game runs super smooth once you're in it. Yeah. Matches run great. I you know of the things that I want to be laggy, gameplay is always great. <laughs> I do not care about my menus. <laughs> I just don't understand why when I click the store, I feel like I'm underwater for a hot second. Because you're impatient, you're a game gobbler. It's very jarring. Hey, speaking of underwater, this is from our Attic channel. Uh, Tone Tone dropped this in here. Uh, this is off Pokey Jungle. A four foot Intellian plush is uh, is coming. It says that uh, it should be priced around one hundred twenty dollars. Pre-orders will start in Japan. The ship date is January 2023. Um, no U.S. date, of course. Uh, it is posable. Yeah. Oh, that means it's got, the like, two, wires inside. The two pictures that Pokey Jungle picked make me laugh every time I look at them on Twitter. It's, One is Inteleon literally lounging in a chair, which is hilarious, and the other <laughs> is Inteleon standing next to Jesus, basically. <laughs> As Italian should. <laughs> As Italian should. There must be like a. This is what I imagine. I hope I'm correct. There must be just like a room of like four people that are like, which Pokemon would we like to be oversized and sell for hundreds of dollars? Which one is next? We did the Mareep. We- I mean, there's a committee. Absolutely. And somebody was There's like, always a committee. I've been lonely in the morning while I get my cup of coffee. It would be nice to have an Intellian watching me pour my creamery. With a finger. <laughs> it just posts its thumb up every day. It'd be your daily affirmation. You wake up and Intellian's in the corner. Thumbs up. Good day. Uh, yeah, that's a, it's, that's a thing. $120 seems very cheap, though, compared to... Uh, it's real thin. It's thin. There's it's not, not a lot it's in not a, there. It's not a thick boy. That Mareep was four ninety. It was five hundred dollars for that Mareep. You get a PS five. Well, if you could find a PS five, you could get a PS five <laughs> for the price of that Mareep. <laughs> but the Mareep will last longer, and the Mareep is backwards compatible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I All the way back to Gen two. Yeah. Well, let's 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 take a break. Uh, we have um, some trading card news, some sword and shield news, and some Pokemon Go stuff. So we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building and growing your brand and your business online. You can stand out with beautiful, wonderful, engaging websites for your audience where you can sell anything your products, your content, even your time. I have an idea, Will, for a great website right now that we could build a up. A new one? Okay, oh, yeah, a okay. new one. The last one went it, off the rails, but let's see. It is a scientific paper full of experiments that we need people to submit uh, audio clips of where we try to determine what causes Steve to say certain weird words of weird, like brand Ooh. or handcrafted. Like the there has to be a reason for Steve's it. mispronunciations. Yeah, yeah yes. Like, we could do a deep dive. We could brand it on Squarespace. The website would be easy to make. Squarespace gives us a lot of cool options. We could have 
a blog post saying what, what our current findings are. We'd have a members area for people to come in and submit ideas and words. All sorts of things. Blogging. Galleries. We could connect all of the social media accounts that would be built off of this incredible idea website of what causes this phenomenon. I, I've, I've already gotten the name of the website. Awesome. It's going to be, is it Milwaukee or is it just Steve? <laughs> and yeah. because we can register domains through Squarespace... We're going to get a dot .ve, so oh. it's is it Milwaukee or is it just S-T-E dot dot V-E. V-E. Oh, it's very That's good. For this Venezuela. This is all coming together now. There you Squarespace go. makes it so easy. This is an idea we can fly with. Fly with. Check out squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, launch. Use offer code P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% off your first purchase of website or domain. <laughs> and we are back from our break. Uh, let's do the, let's do Pokemon Go stuff. I, I, I guess I, I, this is the part of the episode where I say that uh, I, I was flown out and hotel or paid for, put an asterisk there, because it was supposed to be paid for, but it's hasn't, I haven't been reimbursed yet. You'll get reimbursed. Uh, by Niantic. Uh, so I went out to Seattle. I, look, here's the thing, is I was going to go anyways. They offered to cover my flight at my hotel in return for helping do those raid tours, and do, we, we ran like a, a GoFest ad, I think, two episodes ago. Um, and then they were like, we want you to talk about your experience afterwards. So this would be technically a paid part of the show where I talk about my experience. Although, again, I would have talked about it anyways. Because I don't think there's a, been an episode of the show where we're like, ah, let's not talk about Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, there could be, though. There could be. So, I mean, I've got some angries <laughs> to get out. So with those disclaimers out there, I do want to thank everyone who came to the raid tours or came to the meet and greets or just said hi. Um, I will say for me, who I, I did pay my own way to go out to Germany. And that felt like, gosh, how do I, that actually felt like I was just playing Pokemon Go, where this experience felt like I was working. Because like I needed to be specific places. I mean, you were working. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't well, know why you would say it felt like it. They they made you work. I, I was working in Germany, too. Like, I was streaming and, like, interacting. Yeah, that with- was for your personal profit, not for the big pockets of Papa Go. Papa uh, John Hankey. <laughs> Papa Niantic. <laughs> so they had, they had me do two hours of meet and greets every day from four to six. And they, they put it on a stage. And I'm not 100% sure... Actually, I am I am sure how they did meet and greets before because when Will and I was in were in Chicago and there was like the trainer tips, Zoe two dots, reversal, Mystic Seven meet and greet, it was four tents next to each other, and you picked which line you wanted to get into. It was very, very like Comic Con or very C two E two of like walk down the aisle, which per, which line do you want to wait in t- and then get in line, right? And in Germany I wasn't part of the meet and greet experience, thank goodness, because I would have probably had one person waiting because don't, we don't have a very big German audience, but we do have some people in Germany. 
They had one big tent in Germany, and they had one person on each side of the tent. So it was, it was, you got, you still got in line. It was just, you were getting in line north, east, south, or west, right? Like, wait, isn't reversal European? Reversal is, yes. But he's, he stopped so playing were over they featured? Oh, okay. Well, that'll do it. In Seattle, they had four to five creators on a stage and they had one line, which I think to me was inconvenient to those people getting in line because if if somebody let's say you have somebody like zoe two dots or trainer tips or mystic seven right these are really 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 big youtubers and the majority of those lines are for those people it's like well i just want to see i just want to see steve i've never heard of that guy before but i just want to see steve and it's like 30 people in front of me are here for zoe and she's taking one to two minutes with a person, and there's not I like you know what I mean like I can't I didn't get the choice to pick a line. I have to get into one line, and the majority of this line is for somebody else, and now I'm kind of stuck here i i we had people come up to me and they were like, "I negotiated with people online saying I was only here to see you, so they let me skip like that was happening in the line. Hey, that's clever that's that's not anyone's fault except Niantic's fault for setting it up that way. yeah that's a bad that's a bad setup and I think that's I think it's bad for for people who want to see you one because like they have a limited experience in the park they have four hours in the park four hours in the city a one hour intermission which I think by the way that that was great but if if you're like well I want to see Steve and it's a 45 minute wait in the sun you're probably going to be like, mm, maybe not. Whereas if like the line is pretty short, there's only four or five people in line, you'd be like, oh yeah, this this will be a nice 10 minute break. I think there's like a, not only is there a respecting your player's time, but there's also probably a psychology thing of like, line's too long, not too good to do it. Line's short, let me hop in real quick. um, Kind of thing. But I will say to the people who did wait in line or d- did show up, here's the thing too, I told this to my Twitch chat, Certain creators have certain kinds of audiences. I think this is this is not for Pokemon Go. This is like for literally anything, like D and D, video mm-hmm. games, whatever. This is for anything. And that's true. When Zoe was like a lot of kids, uh, a lot of um, women, a lot of young girls. Like Zoe's great; she's fantastic. And her, but you could be like, oh, that that person definitely looks like a Zoe two dots fan, right? Like you'd be like, oh, that I bet that person's waiting for Zoe. And then there was, uh, there was some other pod, there was like the GoCast podcast, there was like Lurda podcast, and they, I would say that like their fans, and this is, this is not a, this is not a dig or anything, I would say their fans look like the, the guys that would, after community day, like go get some drinks at, at a bar kind of guys. Chads? Ch- yeah. <laughs> is that, is that what we're calling them? Uh... I mean, sure. that's what I call them. Yeah, we we can go with that, sure. But but and there, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Will and I go get barbecue sometimes. True, sometimes we, it has been known to happen on multiple occasions. Mm, yes, I we, felt we enjoy a fine dining experience. <laughs> we do. Together. We do. Grumpy's closed. I felt my audience was dudes coming up, being like, "Here's my husband," and then the husband being like. Ugh, 
my husband loves your show. He dragged me to this. It's nice to meet you. He's been t-. like, I had a lot of like, just a huge LGBT audience. A lot of, uh, a lot of. <laughs> and your gay stars weren't even there. Your breakout gay artists. We're exactly. at home, man, and the the gay salt originators. Mines. <laughs> we we originated gay, and we weren't even there. It was look the the short of it. It was very flattering. Everyone was really nice. We had a community meetup. We had like thirty thirty two people come for the community meetup. It was nice to see. And like, you ditched people because you walked too fast. It it was nice to see people in the Slack or the Discord like meet each other. Um. And that's like great for me too, like finally putting faces uh to names and whatnot. Overall for GoFest, I do think the splitting the day in half was great, although poorly communicated, which is some would say Niantic specialty. Uh and probably could have been set up a little bit better. What I had firsthand was people said that they enjoyed the city experience more. If they did a raid tour, and if somebody said, I didn't like the city experience, I asked them if they did the raid tour, and they said no. Almost every time. Probably Mm like 99% of the time. And so I think that was, I think the raid, so I I, maybe I should explain raid tours. What Niantic did is, you either had city in the morning or city in the afternoon, and that was four hours. And they they took a bunch of content creators... And they they paired two sets of content creators together, and then they did two raid tours in the morning and then two in the afternoon. One would be at the library, which is more downtownish in Seattle, and then one would be at like an art park, which is um, like ki- closer to the actual Go Fest. And so they ran from either ten thirty to twelve thirty, or they ran from like. I think it was like 2.30 to 4.30. They ran for two hours. And the the concept was, whether you had a ticket or not, you would show up to a raid tour, the content creators would lead you around from raid to raid, and Niantic purposely put more raids in those areas. And then you would do a bunch of raids. If you had the ticket, you could still play a GoFest, you could still catch Pokemon, they would still have increased shiny odds, you would still get your bonuses. And then you would be around other people, right? You would have some sense of direction. And it was really cool because it did show you the city, right? Like, when you started at the library, like, that library is really historic. It's a really cool library. There's a lot of cool stuff around it. And then when you would walk around, you would see, like, downtown Seattle. And we, I think most of the raid tours over there led to the pier uh, where you would see the Ferris wheel and everything. But they did such a bad job, like, promoting and communicating these raid tours where... If you didn't, if your if your playtime was in the city, I'm sure there was plenty of people that had a good time. But you would just like kind of aimlessly walk around, and for those people, it probably felt more like a community day than mm-hmm. Go Fest. So I do hope they do that in the future because I think I think when somebody spends so much money to fly out to Go Fest and they have a great time in the however. The eight hours that is allotted for GoFest, there's like that day before and that day after of like, what do I do now? Um, and so they could participate in the raid tours and have something to do and meet people and have like some sense of direction or like, I would have never came to this part of the city if it wasn't for this. So I think that stuff was great. I think the park experience was really good too. Uh, they although although I did hear from people like Pokemon were disappearing and that didn't happen in the city and it's like. 
that they're disappearing because you crossed an invisible line and you left like you left the electric garden and you moved into like the cloud sanctuary and because you specifically walked past this like piece of grass you have now flipped the spawns and that's so they still need to do that. That was something I complained about in Berlin. That still happened. In the city, there was no invisible lines, right? Like, you, things just spawned. You caught them. Yeah, whatever showed yeah, up, showed you up. Just, yeah. You just kept walking. The Pokemon Center was absolutely insane. Uh, the line for that was probably an hour wait most days Oof. just to get plushes. The The only, like, unique thing that they were carrying in stock was the GoFest shirt. And it sold out by Saturday, so anyone who was playing on Sunday didn't even have a chance to get it. But, I mean, like, anything else in that story, you could have just got off Pokemon.com. They had, you know, plushes, other shirts, pins, pillows, everything else was Pokemon Center. I guess you get the impulse buy of of that. Uh, they had the Pikachu and Eevee stuff. They had a, a TCG area, which was actually really cool, where you could learn how to play the TCG. And they would give you like four free booster packs just waiting in line to like learn how to play, um, which is which is really cool. That was inside the armory. They had the um, they had this in they they had the trading post and the battle area. They had this in Germany, too. Um, I don't think I, I explained this in Germany, but what at least what they did in Germany, I'm not 100 percent. I'm pretty sure it was the same for Seattle. What they did is you would wait in line to battle people. And then if you won your match, you would stay there and they would bring another random person up. But if you won three matches in a row, you would win a free shirt. And then if you didn't win, you would just get like a code card for like some raspberries and like an incubator or whatever, just for participating. Could I win a free shirt on Sunday? I don't even, I don't think it was the GoFest shirt. Um. Ah, (laughs) boo. They had, they had a campfire booth. They had the Niantic booth. Um, they had the campfire. I don't know what was happening over at campfire, but if you showed them, you had the campfire app installed, they were handing out free water bottles. They were handing out popcorn. They were handing out like left, just, just showing that you had Trying the app to get installed. that rating up. Yeah, that was uh, the, the spaces or sorry, the biomes, like the electric garden, the dream sanctuary, the cloud, whatever they were the the oasis they were brilliantly designed way better than berlin um probably some of their best spaces they've designed at a go fest for sure the park didn't feel the park felt kind of small but i think it felt small to me in comparison to like the the britzer park garden in germany which was like what happened in that in germany is i would be on one side of the park and I would be like, oh, a Darkrai dark raid spawned. Oh, I can't make it there in 30 minutes because it's going to take me 45 minutes to walk across this park because that's how big that park was. Um, where this park where was, I get to the other side of the park in less than 15 minutes kind of thing. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I did not hear it from a Niantic employee. I heard it from one of the green shirts, which are not Niantic employees. So I'm, I, you know, it was just people talking, but they said that they sold 15,000 tickets in the morning and then another 15,000 tickets in the afternoon. So that's 30,000 tickets on Saturday, which was sold out. That was good gossip. No, not it's not sold numbers. out. It just sold out. Boo. Uh, I don't think Niantic has, pu- has published those numbers, but, but, but like, 
that's a pretty huge amount of people for Saturday. And the able the reason they were able to have so many people is because they forced half the people to go into the city. Because there's no way they would have fit that many people into the park. But you just said they sold 15,000 in the morning and 15,000 in the afternoon. Right. So you're in the park only for four of those hours. You just So 15,000 people in the park in the morning, then in the afternoon they go into the city, and then a new 15,000 people come in. So you're saying the park was big enough for 15,000 yes, people. Yes, but not for 30,000 people, which they amount, okay. which is technically the amount of tickets they would have sold, assuming that those numbers are correct based off the contract Niantic employee, not the... Because the Niantic employees would be wearing blue shirts, the, like, what are they called? Like, four high, like, contract? Rentals. Like the rental, rental, rental people. people are... What? Just, just you, you know how t- temporary yeah, staff, the temporary, like temporary staff, contractors, yeah, contractors, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what, I the, don't know what this other, uh, what else you were all saying because that was the wildest <laughs> few seconds of my life. The contractors. I was leading him down a dark you path. Is all I was doing. How many of them had shirts that said uh, "Use me for, for Wi-Fi"? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a lot of people. For sure. I mean, the Saturday event sold out. The other complaint I had, and this is such a... I get why they did it, but it sucks at the same time. Because there was a morning ticket and an afternoon ticket, you could not trade with the opposite ticket holder. So if I had... I had technically afternoon in the park, because my raid tours were in the city in the morning, right? So when people came up to the meet and greet, they would be like, oh, we're lucky, friends. Can we trade? I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. Like, gr- perfect. I don't have to go to the, the trade area. Let's do it right now. And they would have morning in the park, and I had afternoon in the park. So it would lock the trade out. Ew. And the reason they did that is because they didn't want people to stay in the park when they were supposed oh. to be in the city, which makes sense. But also, you're you're literally cutting your amounts of amount of trades in half. Like if if there were thirty thousand people I could have traded with, you're you're literally telling me I can only trade with fifteen thousand. And let's hope that the person I needed to trade with bought the same ticket as me because that wasn't communicated at, at all. Like it really, like that in itself was a bummer. And then I don't know if it's because I had like a special Niantic ticket. But I know for sure on Friday, I only did five trades. And so I should have still had trades after the event ended. Because you're supposed to get like season of go. You're supposed to get like two trades a day. Because I think it was six trades in the park. Either way, I should have had at least one trade. And at, at, after the GoFest ended, it was like, oh, you still you still can't trade. So that was a kind of a bummer because it was like, oh, maybe after like the park is closed, we can trade and that it still didn't work. But on Sunday, it worked where I did my two special trades before GoFest started. And then during GoFest, I had all my trades, but I was it was like it was locked to like, oh, we have opposite tickets. Can't trade at all. I guess I'll see you in six months or eight months or whenever the next GoFest is. So. Uh, so that, that was, that was a bit of a bummer, but yeah, I, I, I had a great time. I thought it was worth it. I, I know there was, 
<laughs> I know when I stream it on Twitch, people are like, man, I wish I could have a three-day ticket. I ended up walking 30 miles that weekend, and I was very exhausted. I, I said this with Germany. I, I think I think a three-day ticket kind of ruins the the feel of that. And I think it's kind of similar to like the two-day EV community day, where it didn't feel that special because it was like oh well whatever we still have tomorrow to catch like uh, our 70th shiny ev (laughs) like no big deal but i think i think just the heat and the walking and the playing is just very very exhausting although um one of my mods uh steel she said like i would like to have a three-day pass not to play eight hours every day but to like play a couple hours each day right and i was like yeah that 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 does make sense but that's where I think Niantic needs to fill in the gaps of like, here is your GoFest experience on your selected day, and here is something to do in the city on the days you're not playing. And I, I, I do feel like they have to somewhere, they're and they're kind of getting there with like Darkrai and Cresselia were only in the Seattle area, and they did the raid tours. I, I think there needs to be a little bit more. Maybe like in that city, there is. Like special, you know what they did in DC, Will, where like in DC you could like get specific research only in DC and they were like aerodactyls or relicants for the world championship. Sure. You don't, you don't, <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember us? I mean, I remember getting the relicants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Remember there was the Suicune raid hour or whatever where we, we yeah, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. the. We walked all around. And the did stops those. in DC were specific to get Relicanth or to get Aerodactyl. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if they did something like that, which encourages people to go out, spin stops, do that research, but it's only in Seattle or wherever they pick for the next GoFest. I-, I think they need to s- kind of make this a weekend event, especially if somebody's spending $800 to fly across the United States to, to play. or When it's a destination event, yeah. yes. I, and I think they're getting there. I think, like, as as much as Niantic does things wrong and makes people upset and very bad at communication, they are so good at live events. They are so good at, like, once you get there for GoFest, it's incredible. And it's just, like, everything, the wrapper around it is, like, <laughs> terrible. This is why I left acting. The live events were great. I hated the wrapper around it. Yeah. Yeah, just like big, big thank you to like anyone who who came up and said hi or did raid tours with us or took pictures or there was like this this um younger girl and she brought me these little lechonks and they were those things are so cute they were absolutely adorable and she was great and and her dad was great yeah there was just like uh, there was a lot that happened that it was totally worth it whether Niantic paid for me or or not. It was, but I will say, like, because somebody asked me, they were like, was it better or worse than Germany? And I was like, they were so different experiences. Like, being in a huge park for eight hours versus being in a smaller park and then being forced in the city. Then being forced sounds like it was bad. Like, I did enjoy the city experience a lot. Just very, very different vibes. And I do absolutely love the hour break. I think the hour break is, is something I wish happened in Germany. Uh, because again, you, you do still have that like fear of like, oh, I, I, I should be catching or I should be doing these raids. I think like forcing people to be like, delete some Pokemon, do a couple trades. Granted, you have the right ticket as everyone else to do the trades, like get something to eat, 
maybe like change your shoes like that hour break is really really great and i know like somebody's like well you could just make the hour break yourself i think niantic being in charge of that and saying like promoting like our game is active be healthy also we want you outside in the sun for eight hours like i think niantic needs to be in charge of it because i think at at the end of the day that the day they are responsible for curating an experience and i think by for like telling your audience go eat something and relax makes the next four hours just a better experience for everyone because when i was in chicago with will we got lunch because we were hungry and other people with us did not get lunch because they cared about Chinese more and they were not fun to talk to in the uh, the next four hours because (laughs) they did not eat and that was not a great experience for me or Will because like mm, you know we're trying to be (laughs) we're trying to (laughs) enjoy the rest of our day also last thing last thing it was wild to see there I did have a lot of younger people come up um and it was wild to see that they would only be like, I only caught two shinies today. I only caught three shinies today. And they were still like, they were over the moon excited. Like one one kid I talked to, I was like, you getting shinies today? He was like, just one. I was like, oh, cool. What'd you get? He was like, Darkrai. I love them. Favorite, like my new favorite Pokemon. It was very like humbling to see like, it was, it was almost like uh, jarring to be like somebody come up and they were like, I only got 13 shinies. I don't think this was worth the $25. And then you get like a kid being like, I got one shinies. This was my favorite day ever. <laughs> the weight of the world has not yet crushed that child. Give it time. All that it takes for that child to turn into that other person is time and an understanding of how money works. <laughs> they were having a great time though. Look, I enjoyed a lot of things when I didn't have to pay for it. Very true. Hopefully Niantic does more live events and they 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 end up being as good for uh for the game. Hey, speaking of uh Pokemon Go, there's a community ambassador program that is launching. Uh which it says what does this is off PokemonGoLive.com. What does a community ambassador do? It is somebody who voluntarily runs their events in the local community with the gratitude and assistance of Niantic. Niantic recognizes how much passion and hard work it takes to bring people together. This program is built to help leaders do that. They're looking for diversity, professionalism, positivity, safety, integrity. Uh, what do you receive for being part of the community ambassador program? You will get special incentives like codes, swag to share with communities uh, on community days and other events. You will be able to provide direct feedback to Niantic, one-on-one opportunities to learn more about us. How do I become a community ambassador? They use the Silk Road level and ranking system. I don't actually know what that is. I know Silk Road has something to make a player profile and... I know there's like they have their own meetups. Somebody asked me if I had a Silk Road profile at my meetup. I was like, no, <laughs> I got that. Yeah, so this is this reminds me a lot of like the professor program for play Pokemon. Hmm. Uh, the professor program, you have to take like this impossible quiz where it's like 
Well, clearly not impossible because many people <laughs> pass. Like, but yeah, it's a difficult if, quiz. If Luxray level X has 18 damage counters on it and is versing Charizard with the Prime with the Poke Body Flame Synergy, what card? It, it, it's like that's like the. It's like one of those like if two trains leave at the same time. It's like. <laughs> This, on the other hand, yeah, so if you're part of the professor program, that like, the Pokemon company would send you, like, posters and pins and, and cards that you're supposed to give out at, like, play Pokemon events or, um, what are they called? Like, leagues. Like, a local, Weekly like, league. a local league. Yeah. Um, so this seems very similar in the sense of, um, that for Pokemon Go. There's, they still do that thing at Victory Memorial Park, right, Greg? It's, like, a group of people that... Like, set up a tent. Oh, I have no idea. I haven't gone to Victory Memorial Park. And, like, ever since I found the art park, which is a better experience for me, I've not gone back to Victory Memorial. Well, Victory Memorial has no shade. It's literally three hours directly in the sun. Too hot. So I don't do it anymore. I go to my wonderful park, and it's closer, and I know that there is a restaurant inside where I can get lovely drinks and some cookies. And you can take a forest bath. Yep, and I can take a forest bath. That's (laughs) mean. You've been there. You've seen the forest bath. Yeah. Yes. You can't take your phone in. You just bathe in the forest. Yeah. They took the boats away. Oh, big news. There is that whole area is blocked off with the big sign saying, do not approach sculpture under construction. So something's going back. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, Zigzagoon Community Day is coming up. Galarian Zigzagoon, to be fair. On se- I'm going to need your help. On Saturday, August 13th from 11 to 2. What are the bonuses? We got three times catch Stardust, two times for catching Pokemon, uh, two times for catching, uh, two times chance for trainers level 31 and above to receive XL candy, three hour lure modules, three hour incense, uh, snapshot surprises, one additional special trade for a maximum of three. Trades will last five hours, will be 50% less Stardust. The bonus this time will be if enough trainers uh, catch Pokemon near a single lure module, three times the Stardust bonus for catching will be increased to four times the amount for 30 minutes. This bonus will not stack with the base three times Stardust. This is actually kind of a nerf, so I don't know if you guys heard the drama here. Mm-mm. So the drama was bef- b- instead of the four times bonus Stardust, it was supposed to be spawning Galarian Linoon instead, which would have oh, been similar yeah. to Zwilus spawning for Dino. And then people complained yeah. that Zwilus was nerfing the Dino spawns because you would see Zwilus, not Dino. Now you're like, but where, what, what, this sounds better. What's the problem? Well, Lionoon would give you way more Stardust than Zigzagoon. And because you're already getting a three times Stardust bonus, you would, by catching Lionoon, you would be, you would get way more Stardust than four times Stardust on Zigzagoon. So that's where like the nerf comes in. <laughs> let's just 
get a straw and suck all the joy <laughs> out of playing games. We have to take everything and turn it into a math problem or else you're not doing it right. Well, you know, as I would prefer the Stardust over my 17th shiny Zigzagoon, personally. Like, get- I'm, getting no, I'm getting none. I don't want any of it. You don't want any Stardust? I love Stardust. What do I use it for? You got to power up Pokemon? You for got what? Trades? trades. I the spent trade. a million Stardust trading tone. I have asked you for specific trades, and you have shot me down every time. No, you only want the oh, trades. They're, they're right behind the ring light. You only yeah. want the trades yeah. for me that bring me the opposite of joy, sorrow. <laughs> yeah, that is my joy, hurting you. So you take that away from me. So what am I spending the stardust on? You want a Snorlax with a hat? No. Uh, do I? I want a shiny Snorlax shiny? with a hat. I, can, I got shiny Snorlaxes with hats. All right. I'm in. I'll give you a Rosalia. <laughs> I don't need I gave you a Rosalia. <laughs> See, you look at my gifts and you turn them down. I, look, I didn't say what I wanted. I, was, I, I like to give. <laughs> I do. I do like to give. <laughs> oh, we're going to bring that to the committee, I think. Get out an official Olympic ruling all right let- Here, we're looking up how much stardust i have where's that's in my items right uh, yeah uh, no it's it's just you just click any pokemon and it will show you. oh i gotta click on yeah, a pokemon yeah, yeah, yeah. all right and i guarantee i have less 10 million 160 thousand and 10 <laughs> 10 million pretty yes. good uh oh there's my shiny wormple I have two million five hundred thousand. You've been, you've been trading too much. You're not hoarding your stardust. I, look, I don't play this game that much. Um, I forget I have those stardust increaser thingies. Star piece. I, whatever. I could be wrong. I don't remember Pokemon Go Live dot. So you know how they have like the select cities. We talk about it like once a month. They're like, here's where yep. the. Uh huh. They they now have a tab that says popular parks, which I think is new. So they yeah, it's been there for a while. Oh, I I don't think I've seen that. So you can like if you're in the Twin Cities area, you can you can see that there is no person in person activations or virtual activations, but you could see like oh popular parks. Yeah, that's been there for a while. Oh, okay. What are the popular parks of the Twin uh, Cities? We got area? Como. Uh, been there. We got the Trout Brook Nature Sanctuary. You know where that is? Nope. Yep. It's near Como. We got Silverwood Park. Hey! That's where we uh, We go. got Victory Memorial Regional Park. Uh, we got Clifton E. French Regional Park. Do you know where that is? It's above Medicine Lake, which is also yep. a popular park, apparently. Medicine Lake is one of the many places I lived as a child. Uh, we got Centennial mm. Lakes. I really like Centennial Lakes, honestly. I think that place is great. I do, too. I rode my bike through there. Yeah, yesterday. that place is pretty great. Down in Burnsville, we got the public courtyard. Uh, in Prior Lake, we got Lakefront Park. That's kind of all of them. We got Rice Park. I mean, that's more than I was expecting. We got so. Dunning Sports Complex. How is how is Mall of America not a popular park? <laughs> it's not a park. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the word park. It's missing. It's, it's an amusement park. That's true. It is an amusement park. If we go out to Stillwater, we can go to North Lowell oh. Park. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Please, 
please. I accidentally ended up in Hopkins yesterday, Oof. and I was like, how do I get out of here as fast as possible? If we go up to Duluth, we can go to the Canal Park. Ooh, Canal Park is great. We could take we could take a day trip to Duluth. We could. It's just I don't. Amazing. If if commute day was at like two to five, I would say yes. I don't want to get up any earlier than eleven, though. They're already pushing it. It's as if the six hour flexibility would have once worked in our favor. It no longer does, huh? No, because he still would have been like, I have to be there when it starts. No, 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 no. When it was the six hours, I I would start at noon. And I would usually go till four. I would play about. Look, we can. I would play about four we hours. We can drive up to Duluth, and you can just sleep in the car. I really have trouble sleeping in the car. <laughs> you see, well, I'm a problem solver, and he is a I'm, problem I'm denier. Aware. I'm mm-hmm. aware. Mm-hmm. the The three hour community day, it, it sucks. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah. I, I again I don't think I don't think it's I think 3 hours of playtime is good. Yep. I just for me for when it was 6 I didn't feel rushed in the morning. Correct. If it was 6 I could go next Saturday. <laughs> Aren't you are you you're driving down to Gen Con that day, right? No, no he'll Gen- be at Gen. At Gen Con. I'll be at, no. So next weekend I'll be at Gen on the community day, my oh, that's uh, the right. memorial for service. my cousin is from the true offense. The true offense is if you are a listener of this program who has gone so far as to ask me to be your friend in Pokemon uh-huh. Go, and you are proximate to enough to me that I can see you are in a raid, uh-huh. not remote, but you are in a raid that I am in. And you don't come over yeah. and say hello? Rude. That's how you get deleted from my <laughs> friends list. All right? I'm more shocked that you were doing raids well. <laughs> how? I was only doing them because you were standing right next to me forcing me to do them. It was the, the, the Starly. Oh, and right. We, like, yeah, yeah. Like, we got we to see if it really oh, it extends did, it. Did it work. Blah, blah. The Starly stuff it worked. Work. They, they, I mean, I'm, I'm relying on that for next <laughs> for that week. Saturday the thirteenth. I'm still. You need to help me make things happen. I'm still not 100 percent sure. This could probably be solved with a, a a Google search, possibly. But when 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 we did the Starly raid, because I did make Will and Greg do it with me, they they we we were at Mall of America for Starly Community, right? And uh, th- the thing happened that we thought was going to happen the first time, which was Dino, which I was like. What if Dino Community Day ends and then there's no raids for us to do? And then that and literally did, happened. And it happened. And then the, all the raids were like 30 minutes and Greg and I were like, we, uh, we don't want to nah. wait 30 minutes. Like, it's hot out. out. Like, we're going home. That was Pride Weekend. I was heading to the park. And so Starly, when the, when the Community Day ended, the raids popped with like five minute timers. And we we're like, great. Five minutes. Cool. We can see the eggs. We can walk to the eggs. We can get ready. And then we did it. And then it worked. Uh, we did yeah. the raid. And then all of a sudden, there was a bunch of Starlies. And I got like two shiny Starlies like immediately after like they popped. And I was like, this is, this is great. This is a great experience. And then I did another one. And I, this is the part I, I'm confused. Does it, does it add to it? Cause I felt like I had Starlies for like 
45 minutes. Not like, I because you're supposed to do it, and then it gives you 30 minutes. And then within like five minutes of doing it, I did another one. So did that time add together? I doubt it. I think each one activated its own 30-minute time frame. Yeah, around that. It, it felt like to me like, oh, well, this was more than 30 minutes and I'm still seeing Starlies. But also then like, why would you do one so c- close? Because you wouldn't. Yeah. But they were they were spawning till seven. They like I when I got home, I, I saw Staravia raids still. And, and I was like, oh, if I went down the street and did that Staravia. I'd find more Starly. I was like, ah, I don't want to leave. Because if uh, there's so anything, how many more Starly? Right, right. Uh, there was exactly. a thought at least. All right, let's take a quick break, uh, and then we have just... Well, look, it's been... Like, we still got Question of the Week and Pokemon of the Week. I got two more quick news articles, so we'll be right back. Hi, hello, it's me. You've made it this far into the episode, which means... uh, I I guess it doesn't really mean anything, but I do want to take a second and say if you would like to support the show, you can head over to Patreon, and you can support us over there. Uh, That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t, or uh, I bought a dot cash because I thought that was cool like two years ago, so it's I-S-E dot cash that'll also get you to the patreon for five dollars a month you can support the show uh, you can get ad free episodes so you don't have to hear me read this uh patreon ad that i do like twice a month so you don't have to worry about that anymore uh, you also don't have to worry about any other ads in the show uh you'll just get the break music instead and that's that's always delightful and that's that's probably worth five dollars uh also for five dollars a month you get bonus episodes we do one to two bonus episodes a month and the last one was about berlin go fest and I thought it was a really great episode. Also, Bobby is on the bonus episodes a lot. So uh, if you want to free Bobby's voice into your ears, uh, that'll get you that'll get you some Bobby for $5 a month. Everyone needs a little Bobby. Think about it. Like, maybe you don't need the ad-free episodes. Maybe you don't really want to support the show, but you want Bobby. That's $5. That's, that's worth it. If Patreon is too complicated and you're listening on an Apple device and you're using Apple Podcasts, you can actually... Uh, support the show that way through apple Podcasts. your credit card's already tied to that apple has already sucked you into that ecosystem so you'll be able to get the ad free episodes and the bonus episodes just through apple Podcasts. same as patreon without going to patreon i guess patreon also gives you access to slack but if if if, if you do do apple Podcasts and you really want slack just shoot me an email we'll figure it out no big deal we'll get you in the slack either way just wanted to say thank you for listening thank you for making it this far it's the start of the month a great chance to uh Check out those bonus episodes, get those ad-free podcasts, uh, support the show, support me. Anyways, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. That's so funny. We are back from our break. Love Pokemon.com, Cygna Suit, May, and Blaziken in Pokemon Masters EX. Bait. More bait. baiting you. What was it? Uh, did they show Brendan? Uh, Brendan was released today. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, sometimes DNA shows me things early, and then I'm like, wait, did they? Did you guys announce this I yet? Mean, Am I allowed to say? I mean, so they did. They had them in the trailer. Trailer. Yeah. Uh, so why it's not in here? I don't know because it was in the trailer. Uh, but yeah, Brendan was released 
in the sync pairs today, but it had been shown in the trailer. Yeah. So this is we still don't know what the three year anniversary for Masters is yet. No, nope. apart from probably Ash. Yes, probably Ash. But this is more bait. They were trying to get you to empty out those gems before yep. whatever Cygna suit special seasonal characters they release. I'm sure they'll bring back other characters that people people want. This is off Pokemon.com as well. Register to battle in the I Choose Chew online competition. Uh, if you're still playing Pokemon Sword and Shield, the upcoming I Choose Chew online competitions, you can register. If you play in one battle, you get at least 50 battle points. You can register now until August 11th. Uh, the competition will take place on August 11th and will go to the 14th. Everything that's weekend. I just pile it up. What's going to be next? <laughs> to me today, this battle. The, the rules here are you got to use a Pikachu, a Raichu, a Pichu, or an Alolan Raichu. Um, your team can only consist of those. So, so you can't have a team of six? I believe you can only have a team of four. I believe it's only those four you're allowed to use. And, well... Alolan Raichu doesn't knock out Raichu. It's not an either or. Because then that would be a team of three. Uh, They both have the same Pokedex number. You would think that Pokemon.com would be more clear. But here we are. According to Serebi, those are the only four Pokemon you're allowed to pick. It is a single Hmm. battle, not double. So I'm going to assume that you can have a team of three. Is it singles or doubles? It's single. Single. Oh, okay. It is single. Team of three to six Pokemon from level one to 100. All Pokemon will be set to 50. Yeah, I I don't think... Well, I guess it's their own rules, so you could probably bring both. Well, also, if they say three to six Pokemon, does that mean I can have six Raichu? I... I, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And I'm assuming you you would bring Gigantamax Pikachu. Doesn't say you can't Gigantamax. I would assume. I know the reward here sucks. By the way, <laughs> yeah, give me a Gigantamax Pikachu or something. I, I think the thing that I I saw on the comments is to the tweet when this was tweeted is a bunch of people being like, "I wish I had a light ball." Which there was a point where people didn't get light balls. Like, why isn't the reward just like here's a Pikachu holding a light ball? Like, yeah, it sucks you didn't have it for the competition, but. If you want Pikachu to be competitive, you kind of need to have a light ball on him. I just, I, as much as I like these like really clever, cutesy, whatever competitions, they really gotta. It doesn't have to be a shiny Pikachu, or it does. It just, just having like your award is a Pikachu. Thanks for tar- participating in the Chew competition. Like, put a little ribbon on it. Call it a day. Put it in a friend ball or something. Call it a day. Like, doesn't have to be. Anything is better than 50 battle points at this point. Yeah, especially because that store is going to be closing up in about three months. Four months. Yeah, and all your battle points are going to be worthless. This is also off Pokemon.com. Here's the, this is the big news. Pokemon TCG Trick or Trade Booster Bundle. Oh, boy. Do you get it? Because, like, booster packs plus boo. I was at Mall of America today. They got a Spirit Halloween going up. But yeah. When were you at Mall of America today? 
This morning. He did the raids. Yeah, I went to go to the raids. Oh, well, thanks for the invite. You guys said you didn't want to do it. I literally asked you. Goodness gracious. You just don't understand how human interaction works in the slightest. First off, Greg has brunch and then he goes shopping. I know. I remember. I mean, I took a lovely walk around Lake Nokomis. It's still nice when you get up and you're going to head out to, to some raids to say, hey, boys, I'm going to do some raids. Do you want to join we me? Could have eaten Give us the opportunity to say no. I feel like I. You, you are literally the worst. You are the worst. Make an unforgettable impression like I do. Make an unfortunate impression. (laughs) On the spookiest night of the year, the Pokemon TCG Trick or Trade Booster Bundle. Featuring 40 mini packs, each containing three cards boasting uh, gorgeous art. Uh, The Trick or Trade Booster Bundle contains plenty of goodies and tricks for trick or treaters. Creep it real. This is I'm. This is what it says. I can't. I want to hang up the call and leave. Creep it real. The call's coming from inside the house. I know. With a surprise that lasts longer than candy by merging the magic of Pokemon with the delight of thrills and chills for Halloween. The Pokemon TCG Trick or Trade Booster Bundle will be available on September 1st at the Pokemon Center. And where Pokemon TCG products are sold. So to explain, this article did no job explaining what you're buying. You are you are buying forty booster packs, each booster pack containing three cards. So ultimately, these are like the dollar store packs, and that you're supposed to give them out to children for Halloween instead of candy. Yes. Which, which is actually really clever and really cute and really great. But if they're, how much are they going to, like, candy is already expensive. I would argue Pokemon cards probably more expensive than candy. If it's 40 mini booster packs and this was technically dollar store booster packs, is that not just going to be 40 bucks? They don't tell you what the MSRP is? They don't. I, I mean, it's a great trick right like you, you think <laughs> you're you getting candy here's some kids cards. some so, cards but then there's like there's going to be a certain percentage of those kids who are like well now i can collect pokemon cards give them the first taste for free mm-hmm. and then you've got a customer for life I mean, you're gonna buy this just open on stream i think a lot of people are just gonna buy them because they're gonna be like what's inside these packs is it a special set or is it just they don't special say. packs? They right? don't say. So it it's may just whole, be. It's just all pumpkaboo. Pidgeys and Pikachus. <laughs> well, with the, with the dollar store pack. Okay, so uh, for those that maybe don't know how a booster pack works, when you buy a booster pack, you are guaranteed a rare card. Now, there are different levels of rare. There's a non-hollow rare. There's a hollow rare. There's a reverse hollow rare. There's a ultra rare. There's a secret rare. There's an ultra secret rare. There's a full art. Like, there's a bunch of rainbow rare. Like, there's a bunch of rarity. But when you buy a 10-card, three ninety nine booster pack, you are guaranteed one rare. Most of them are bad. Uh, but when you buy a dollar store pack, you're not guaranteed anything. But... The dollar store packs still have rares. They still have secret rares. They still have cards, but it's not guaranteed. Just less likely that you have, or reduced opportunity to pull a rare. 
So I would assume that the booster packs have rares. This is going on the website. But do you guys, Greg, you give out candy for Halloween? There's no kids in our area, and I don't want to deal with them. Hmm. So we used to have a lot of kids, and we did it for a while, and then the neighborhood got really expensive, <laughs> and a lot of the kids left. Uh, so that it was just like, okay, I don't want a giant bag of candy in my house that I'll just eat. Yeah. Uh, and there's some coming back, but it's like, now nah, the moment passed. I don't, I don't know. You keep that light off. I'm Is out. that what they do in Minneapolis? Oh, the, yeah. the light on or off? Yeah, lights are off. Everything's closed. We usually oh, leave. Also, this is your first year here. Uh, Halloween in Minneapolis is actually on Halloween. Correct. It's not oh. that Milwaukee malarkey. Yes, it is the Milwaukee is Halloween. like Sunday from noon to like three because you can't no. have pre-designated time. No. <laughs> it is Halloween and can start pretty much any time after five. <laughs> You're going to get people wandering around. But got, so keep the light off. Yeah, keep the light off. Don't put decorations up. So kind of the the unspoken rule is the house needs to have decorations. So like at least a pumpkin out front and the lights have to be on. That's sort of like the signal that you are You're accepting. ready for Halloween. Yeah, although there are a lot of people who just sit on the second floor of the houses in my neighborhood and have built Halloween shoots to shoot candy down to people to avoid actually interaction. Mm. There's a lot of candy shoots in my neighborhood right now. That sounds cool, though. I I feel like this this trick or trade boost. I feel like this is gonna go bad. Like it's just gonna be scalpers buying a bunch. Of, maybe they maybe they're not. Maybe they don't want to scalp this. But this seems like I mean, something. How much, how much it is really? I I would imagine it would be thirty nine ninety nine. We need oh. to know if it's a set of new cards or if it's just reprints. That's that that be, be the key. There's no way it's not reprints. There's no How way. How many Charizards are in this set? <laughs> There's no way it's not reprints. Well, that's I mean, also going to be from the Charizard. Blazing Saddles set, or whichever one you say is always like the worst possible Bla- set. <laughs> Blazing <laughs> Saddles. I love Blazing Saddles. The Mel Brooks run of Pokemon community cards. <laughs> that's, my fa- that's my favorite set. <laughs> I like the Young Frankenstein set better. The uh, 2022, this is the last bit of news here off Pokemon.com. The 2022 World Championship schedule doors open 8 a.m. each day starting on Thursday, August 18th. Although doors will open at 8.30 on Sunday, August 21st. TCG and VGC matches will be featured on the main stage on Sunday. Side events will take place all four days of Worlds. You can... For TCG pre-check-in from 5 to 8 p.m. on Wednesday, August 17th. Deadline to submit online deck lists for players for day one is 8 p.m. on Wednesday. On Thursday, the doors will open at 8 a.m. The opening ceremony will be 9 a.m. If it's anything poorly run like DC, most people will miss the opening ceremony because they will still be getting through the security detectors to get inside the venue. There will be matches will start at 9.45 a.m. Oh, also, I I suppose we would expect some sort of announcement, Scarlet and Violet-wise, during the opening ceremony, but we'll we'll see. True. The estimated time for finish for juniors and seniors is 7.30 p.m. Estimated time to finish for TCG Masters is 9 (laughs) p.m. 
The VGC, same deal, 5 to 8 p.m. on Wednesday. You can pick up your welcome kit. Uh, you can check in. You can lock in your team for day one. 8 p.m. on Wednesday is your deadline for your online teams. Uh, there is... Like, let's see here. Nothing for Unite. It says, see this page, Pokemon Go. See this page, Pokemon Tournament DX. See this page, so... Uh, Pokemon.com really just featuring VGC and TCG stuff, but um, if you're competing, you'll need to be there Wednesday. If you're not competing, and you, the the probably the only thing that is actually important to you if you're not competing is opening ceremony on Thursday at 9 a.m. So I actually think I might miss that because I think my plane gets in at 7 a.m. on Thursday, and I got to figure out how to get to the hotel. Well. It's going to take you an hour to get through customs to start with. Yeah. So, so I'm probably going to miss it. It's probably, it's fine. It'll be recorded online somewhere. It'll be okay. I was like, maybe I should get there on Wednesday. And then I went to look to change my flight and it was like a $2,000 change. And I was like, no, oh, that's, yeah. that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'm okay with coming on Thursday. <laughs> I'm all right with this. <laughs> yeah, that's all the Pokemon news. So... That brings us to question of the week. Question of the week. Doesn't anybody ask us questions anymore? I thought you were going to do Gravy Swayze. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is from Brandon from our Slack. Do you think the press cycle for Scarlet and Violet will follow Sword and Shield style of showing off details and Pokemon every couple weeks closer? The Legends, where they didn't show a lot before release. I have a feeling it's be much closer to Sword and Shield. I think, I think after Pokemon Worlds, that's when we're going to start getting the really routine Scarlet yeah. Violet press releases. Uh, I mean, I think they didn't show off a, a lot of Legends. Is I, I think they did show off all. They showed Legend. They showed what Legends was. Yeah, <laughs> there's really nothing more to show. I, I, I don't think there was a ton of new in Legends, really. Like, there were some new Pokemon, but not a ton. Not definitely a lot like what should come in Scarlet and Violet. So I think if you're sort of looking at what they have to show off, there will be more to show for Scarlet and Violet. So oh, it will feel like Sword and Shield. 100%. Because Legends, for as limited the multiplayer experience of Pokemon is already, Legends was less. Yeah. So it's like... What are you going to talk about? A big thing I was worried about with Legends is they didn't really show any trainer battles. And that game has like seven trainer battles. Like you fight a Togepi like twice and then you fight a Pikachu. And then if if, if you complete the credits, you can do like one extra battle that is <laughs> very unfair, but like it exists. They I In retrospect, it I can see how it felt like they didn't show a lot for Legends, but then in retrospect, they pretty much showed entirely what that game was from start to finish, honestly. There was just, what, like a handful of Pokemon? Like Greg said, there was like a handful of Pokemon they didn't show. But that that's like every Pokemon game. I mean, they didn't show that there was like a bad guy that would take all your money. Uh, he existed. <laughs> Uh, this is from our YouTube. I guess this is the part of the episode where if you're watching on YouTube, hello, hi, feel free to hit the like and the subscribe and leave a comment. Help that algorithm out. 
This is from Matthew. I wanted to let you guys know I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Uh, thank you for making it. Uh, thank you for always making me look forward to it uh, every week. Recently, I've been watching YouTubers rank Pokemon music from all the main series games into a list, wondering what your guys' favorite legendary slash champion music are from the series. Personally, my favorite is the Deoxys from Auras, and my favorite is the champion's music, Cynthia, from Diamond and Pearl. Oh, Cynthia's hard to beat. Yeah, Cynthia's like my lowest right now, because after I had to beat Cynthia- Well, yeah, you did it forever. Like 800 times in a row, I'm sick of that song. (laughs) I I have no answer. I can't even think of any differentiation. I thought you were going to say Iris. I know all the cities in Unova, and that's pretty much the only Pokemon music that I know. And Isaris City is my favorite. I still can't get over the gym leader music for Galar. That, yeah, that song is really great. Oh yeah, well the the cheering yeah. and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what legendary. I usually have the sound off, so it's hard for me to like pick them out. Not a legendary, not a champion music, but uh, Mustard, he has two songs. The oh, second the song, songs are good. Yeah, I think yeah. it's when he rips off his clothes. Yeah, yeah. The s- Mustard 2, mwah. Business time, Mustard. Love Mustard 2. Have they not, they've not come out with the Sword and Shield soundtrack. They yet. have not. <laughs> what the heck? They're waiting for that third DLC. <laughs> They're waiting to add the remaining 180 Pokemon. Beedrill's on the sidelines. He's he's ready. I'm trying to think of legends. Like, I don't think the Xerneas one was very good. I don't remember it. So No, I don't think Xerneas and Evitol were good at all. I, I kind of, I mean, I like Diantha's, but I just like Diantha. Does Leon have a specific theme? Uh, we'll do one more question. Uh, this is from Robert. If you had to choose one battle gimmick to permanently, to be permanent in the main series and one to never come back, which would they be? Uh, Mega Evolution is permanent. Gigantamax, gone. Hmm. Give me more Mega Pokemon. Triple battles. I want triple battles. <laughs> I want rotation yeah. oh, battles. I love, Bring them I love back. Rotation battles. I want everything uh, opposite of what Will said. <laughs> it's any gimmick? They said battle gimmick. Oh, battle gimmick. No one's out here saying they want gems coming back from Gen 5? No. I mean, I like Gigantamax way better than I like Mega, so I would keep Gigantamax forever. So, okay, so Gen 8 is Dynamax. Gen 7 is Z-Crystals. Never. Gone. 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 Gen I, oh, Z crystals are by choice. Should never come back. Gen Goodbye, Z crystals. Gen six is is megas, and then Gen five was gems. Nah, never gems. I would say gems were better than Z crystals. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting rid of Z crystals for sure. I don't like Z crystals. Mm, Gen four didn't have a gimmick. Gen three, I guess you could you could argue. Well, maybe it did. I can't think. Of it. Gen three, I guess you could argue the gimmick was like weather, but that ended up being permanent. Yeah, well, double mm. battles was the gimmick in Gen three. Yeah, Gen four was them just like figuring that out. Like right. competitive really started in Gen five. Right. I know there was like some people were like I started my competitive in Gen four. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you did, but like actual competitive that has been acknowledged by everyone was like Gen five. Yeah, I would definitely get rid of the sea crystals. I would keep. I would keep Dynamax. I would make that permanent. I would keep Dynamax. 
I would get rid of Z crystals. Megas are kind of in between. Yeah, I mean, I, it, they would have to really expand Megas across the board for me to be on board with this. Well, yeah, I mean, like, if it yeah, becomes yeah. permanent, You're give right. us more Mega Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem with Megas is there's, like, 64 of them, and, like, only, like, eight of them are actually decent. At least with Dynamax, everyone can... Di- well, I guess for, except for, like, Zashi and Eternatus and Zamazenta, everyone can Dynamax. Would you ever Dynamax Gastrodon? No, probably not. That's not why he's on the team. But I've seen people Dynamax Gastrodon and win because they needed to Dynamax something. Oh, wait. Are we going to consider Zinnia a champion? Yes. Because Zinnia's battle music is really good. Yeah. Going back. I mean, if we're putting Mustard in champion-ish area. Zinnia's battle music is really good. Pokemon of the week. All right. Last week's Pokemon. I have it somewhere. Hidden back here on the screen. This very specific punctuation Pokemon, while technically available in the wild in Pokemon Go, was only ever available as part of an event one time, so is very sought after by Pokemon Go enthusiasts. It's... Chansey. That's not a punctuation. It's unknown question mark? Unknown question mark. Or I should say unknown? That's also a way of saying it. Yes. It's a viper. <laughs> There's a lot of trivia about. Yeah, unknown's a huge thing. What about specifically about unknown question mark? That, you know, I'm unsure of. I don't care for the shiny. It's okay. All the shuffle icons are good, but I don't care for the shiny. The shiny's just sort of meh. It's blue. Unknown is currently represented in the trading card game by the most cards of any Pokemon after Pikachu with 90 unique cards. That don't do anything. Uh, there was a, there's an unknown that like lets you win if you have like 40 cards in your hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> Due to the unknown's letter and shininess both being determined by IVs in Gen 2, which are called DVs as well, shiny unknown will either always be I or V in those games. Unknown is the only Pokemon in the Sinnoh Pokedex that is not legendary or mythical, not used by any trainer in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. What? I think that's like, remember like when you played the Gen 5 games, if you literally battled every trainer in the game, right. you would have seen every Pokemon. Right, 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 so right. in Sinnoh, if you battle every trainer, you still will not have seen Unknown. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to go to the cave. Yes. Yeah, the ruins of Alf. In Legends Arceus, Unknown are the only Pokemon that can be found in the wild with no preferred foods. That's a trivia. <laughs> that, is, that is a trivia. <laughs> which, which letter do they use for the shuffle? Uh, there are They're all a number of them. Right? Of them. On the shuffle? On shuffle, uh... No, there's only like six of them. C-E-I-N exclamation and question mark are listed here. I thought they did all of them in shuffle. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Interesting. I don't know if people know this, but in Legends Arceus, when you do hidden power, it always picks the super effective move, which is the change to hidden power. So if you're fighting Mm. unknown... Which I don't know why you would be fighting unknown unless you were doing the Arceus 
battle whatever you send out they will they will hidden power super effective against you hmm this all is right. this is ultimately why they they did the the dexit right like they can they can choose never to put unknown in a, like an actual competitive game or they can like get around smeargle they can get around deerling they can get around uh inke like they have yep. come up with so many gimmicks that they like cannot keep track of. They're like, just cut, don't put them in. We forgot to put the <laughs> upside down in. G- gimmick in. Cut Inke. All right, this week's Pokemon. I was gonna try to do uh, tell me you don't know Pokemon without telling me you don't know Pokemon, but that was I find those offensive. <sighs> this is gonna be worse. It's a seven. But that's the sum of the uh, two other numbers that make up its national dex number, which are also primes, and its name sounds like the other Pokemon of which it was made in interpretation, and so far, unlike that other Pokemon, it does not have a third evolution, but you also need high friendship to achieve its final evolution. I'd say that makes it a five. Okay. (laughs) I broke it, Greg. (laughs) <laughs> thanks for listening thanks for making it to the end good news i don't have to answer this riddle because i won't be mm, true uh greg will be at gen con and- yeah i'll be at gen con so those of you who are a fan of the show i will be there come say hi i will have a lot of things to give away that aren't at all related to this show got it i can give you some stickers if you want Sure, why not? I mean, I got, I'm giving away so many wild things. So I brought a bunch of stickers to give away at GoFest, and then I completely forgot they were in my bag, and then I didn't give any of them away. I'm upset that I've known Greg for years, have purchased multiple copies of Glitter Hearts, and yet I own no Glitter Hearts dice. Just oh, right. saying. You didn't, you didn't come to the, the... You weren't at the Commander Night when I had them. Nope. Remind me. I'll bring them next time. Mm-hmm. Look, I had brought I had brought something for you last Commander Night, right there. Hmm. Because Greg didn't invite us to raid hour this morning. Don't you? Don't, you, don't even. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like, subscribe, hit that comment button, all that stuff. Hey, if you want to follow Greg on Twitter, it is at White Wing, and I'm going to throw a big assumption out there. If you're trying to find him at Gen Con, you could probably tweet at him. Yeah, the best is to tweet at me. Seriously. Or DM, direct message me. Like, I'll be around. I am I am on one panel on Friday at noon called Ally 101 from Tabletop Gamers. So if you want to come... To the panel, it should be a good panel. I'll be there for a little bit after, but I have to run to an event at 2, but I'll hang out for a little bit, but I will be around all weekend. All four days, Thursday through Sunday. Will is on Twitter at WashingTheSink. I'm on Twitter at DraggingTheLake. And we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super bootacular. Oh, it's too early for that.
This podcast is made possible because of our patrons. A huge shout out to our producers on Patreon, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Kay, Jessica, Brian, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Carlos. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. You too would like your name read at the end of the episode, or you just want to support to get ad-free episodes or bonus episodes, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. Thank you all for your support, and we will see you all next week.